So weird. I'm gonna read the article. Yeah, that's a bit odd. Come on, phone. You can do it. I believe in you. Come on. There we go. Good for you. Uh, Gail Stewart sparked a desperate search last month when she suddenly disappeared on Valentine's Day while hiking near her home in Reno. She was soon found alive, but clinging to a tree off the side of a cliff in the Nevada wilderness. Authorities are searching for the 64-year-old again after she disappeared again, this time without a trace. Okay, so she was alive. She was just, like, clinging to the tree. Mm -hmm. That's a very misleading headline, cafemom.com. What fuck? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's... When you say that somebody's found hanging from a tree... Is that really what it says, hanging from a tree? Yeah, missing mom found hanging from a tree last month suddenly vanishes again without a trace. Yeah, that's so misleading. What the fuck? <sighs> like, that's not even... Welcome to the welcome to the April episode of our bonus podcast, guys. Sorry to start off so morbid. <laughs> but, I thought they find her. Huh? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Fucking really. But, yeah, welcome back. Um... So, I'm going to be real with y'all. I have I always have, like, ideas for doing, like, grand things for April Fool's Day or whatever. Like, I've had ideas for shit. Um, but I kind of figured since we skipped last month, I didn't want to, like, give you guys basically nothing or whatever. Or, like, yes, Mew, I know. Nothing, like, you know, that you wouldn't really like or... What? Have you done this one? No, that was the one we tried to do. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, what happened with that one? What, huh? What went wrong? Last month? No, this one. That was last month. That was the one we tried to read last month that we're reading this month. Because basically what happened was like I started reading and I was like, I can't fucking do this. Like I can't concentrate. I was tired. I was cranky. I was just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I know you guys are understanding and I appreciate that. Um, but no, yeah, so. I was thinking about the other one that takes place in the jungle. No, this is our second one that place, place takes takes place in the jungle, though. Uh, we are doing. Hold on, wait. Was it? Uh, of. Let me get the Wikipedia up. Uh, goosebumps. Okay. I'm glad I looked that up because I almost got it wrong. Today we are doing the book Deep in the Jungle of Doom. What? Did you choose this one because he kind of looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon? Uh, I don't know how I would have... After what happened last night? I don't know how I would have done that when we chose it last month, Michael. You could have chosen a different book. <laughs> uh, there's only one other book to choose from. I just figured, what? let's just keep going. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Okay, so uh, we found a new favorite board game. It's called Horrified. <laughs> it's so good. It involves the universal monsters. So we got uh, Frankenstein's monster and the Bride of Frankenstein. We've got... Um, Dracula. Dracula, Invisible Man, Wolfman, Wolf the, mummy. the Mummy, and the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes. Who and, had a fishy heart on for me. Yeah, uh, basically what you gotta do, you gotta work together with other people you're playing with to defeat the monsters and win the game and shit. And um, we decided to go all out. We played twice. For the first one, we did three monsters. And for our last round, we went full out and did four monsters. And um, how'd that go, Michael? <laughs> kind of crazy, actually. Uh, it went fine. I destroyed most of the coffins and both rounds. That's the one you gotta do for Dracula, yeah. Yeah. Every, every monster, you have to do something different to defeat them. And I killed Dracula both times, but then the fucking creature from the Black Lagoon decides, oh, hey, I'm just gonna corner, you know, this inspector lady and fucking try and kill her. Michael. That's every what it is. It's Michael. fucking turn. It was really rough. It was rough for Michael. <laughs> then I killed the Wolfman. And then we left the, the creature from the Black Lagoon got left for last in which you strangled him with your bare hands, basically. Yes. It was... <laughs> like, okay, after every player's turn, it's the monster's turns, right? Uh-huh. And the you have to draw from a card, uh, deck of cards for the monsters and the card will tell you which monster moves, 
what the who they like you know if they attack or not all that shit right it's a fun game i love it but holy fucking shit it was so there was such funny moments last night <laughs> just little stupid things and it was so <laughs> Our friend John's character had a uh, ability to where he could move people. Yeah. Like, either villagers, which you have to save before the monsters can kill. Yeah. Or another player character. Yeah. And I was looking at my phone. I look up to the board and see that he's moved me. And my immediate reaction was, what have you done? I had a plan. I had a strategy and you fucked it up. <laughs> no, that's the whole... I was planning out everybody else's moves. I'm like, okay, if you go here and do this... We'll be able to get a perk. And then he just doesn't do that and moves you instead. <laughs> yes. Wait, John, you can move here, send your villager to their safe space, and then continue moving and still be at your destination. Yeah. And John was just like, oh, we're going to go here. <laughs> Motherfucker, I want to live. <laughs> Anyways. It was, uh, it was fucking hilarious. Brandon, would you like to describe the book to us? Oh, yeah. So what we're doing for April this time instead is Michael is actually going to read the book and, like, do all the stuff. And I'm going to be doing the, like, choosing the path for once. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get to describe the book cover. What we have here is a dude that looks like he is the creature from the Black Lagoon, but purple. And he has, like, giant fucking glassy-looking eyes and sharp teeth and, like, a lizard-like tongue. And uh, he's standing in a little water area that has, like, a waterfall. It's, like, a little inlet or whatever. Yeah. And... Like, all around, there's, like, really shiny purple, and I fucking love... I love this cover a lot. Like, yes. I, lo- I love the Give Yourself Goosebump covers that have, like, the shiny stuff. And yeah, then... Nice. What does the back say? What the back says, Michael, is it's really a jungle out there. You're headed to a South American jungle with your nature, nature study class. Everything seems pretty cool at first, but then you start to get bored. Where's the beach? Where's the excitement? So you and your friends decide to do a little exploring on your own. That's when you see something so freaky, all you want to do is get out of there. If you run screaming down one trail, you'll end up at a waterfall with a creepy underground cave. If you choose the other trail, you'll eat some fruit that turns you into a crazy-looking sea monster. Will you get back to normal before things start to get really fishy? Nah. The choice is yours in this scary goosebumps adventure that's packed with over... I assume it says over 20 super spooky endings because there's a sticker, like, covering up. Fucking sticker. That word. No, yeah. Do you think the fish dude gives live birth or lays eggs? That's never something I thought about wanting to think about, and I still don't think I want to think about it. Fish lay eggs, though, don't they? Like, most, at least most of them? Yeah, but, like, sharks give live birth. Yeah. Are sharks mammals, or are they considered fish? I don't know. Definitely some fish give live birth, some fish give egg birth <laughs> give egg birth um i have the wikipedia pulled up so basically what we're looking at is uh it was released in november of 1996 so this could have this was released the same month i was born in the same year uh we have 25 endings in this one um what do i usually do I usually do, like, how many good and how many bad, right? Yes. Okay. So, there are 21 bad endings and four good endings. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, do you want to explain how this game usually works before we start? Basically, I'll be reading the story to him, and he will make choices. Every time he makes a choice, I mark the page we're on with a bookmark. If he dies, he has the option to go back and choose a save point with a bookmark. Yes, well, I think we have, like... Eight or nine. I think eight, right? Something like that. No, it's only seven. Okay, then seven. I, I don't know. Numbers are hard. But we have a, we have a certain number, and like once I run out, uh, basically I have to delete a save spot if I want to keep going. You know what I mean? Yes. All right. Well, Michael, I am ready to make some choices then. I haven't done... I This is the first time I've ever done this for, for a bonus episode, so I'm excited. Yay. Let's do it. Alright, junior explorers, I direct your attention to this magnificent specimen of bromeliad acmea. On and on the guide, Mrs. Weedle drones. You can't believe you're stuck at an, on a nature study tour. When you saw the brochure for the Junior Explorer Adventure Club at the front desk of your hotel, it looked great. Three days hiking in the jungle with ten other kids your age and an experienced jungle guide. How cool. Come on, you begged your parents. We're in South America and you won't let me sit by the pool all day? I could do that at home. Why did you take me to a foreign country if you didn't 
want me to ex- want to expose me to new things. Now you wish your parents had said no. At least your friend Zoe is with you on the hike. And even though the guide is as boring as possible, the jungle is pretty cool. Heavy vines hang crisscrossed over the trail. Strange and beautiful flowers and deep colors sprout from every side. As you follow behind Zoe, you notice a strange spiky flower with bright blue petals off to the side of the trail. Absent-mindedly, you reach out and touch it. A sudden breeze makes the bright blue petals shiver. No! The flower screams. You pull your hand back at the last second. Race to page two. Would you ever like go to the ju- go to a jungle? Yes. You would. In a fucking heartbeat. Really? Yes. You want to visit a jungle? Yes. Oh, okay. I think the heat and the bugs would get to me, but I think it'd be a neat experience either way. Layers and bug spray. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I also, I just want to say that like. For some reason, the teacher gives off heavy mis- like Professor Trelawney vibes from Harry Potter. Oh, for some reason, already. Maybe I'm just projecting. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No! The scream continues. Don't touch that flower! I can't remember Mrs. Weedle's voice. <laughs> I think you got it. I think that's about right. What's wrong, you ask? Is it poisonous? Does it shoot venom or something cool? No, of course not! That's totally wrong. <laughs> that flower is an endangered species! You could have killed it! She turns and marches back to the front of the group. Or worse, expelled it. (laughs) Whew, that was a close one, Zoe says, brushing the bags away from her eyes. Bangs away. For a second there, I thought something exciting was actually going to happen. Zoe's cool. Way cool. That's one of the reasons she's your best friend. She has a sarcastic remark for every situation. She's not scared of anything. That's why you know she's just as anxious as you are to break away from the group and do some real exploring. Just a moment ago, through the trees, you saw something that was definitely worth checking out. There it is again, off to the right, about 20 yards away. Incredible! Your heart skips a beat at what you see. Page 37. That is so stupid. Right? That's so... You're two pages in, it's like, okay, 37. (laughs) Bitch! Yeah, and you, like, naturally look to page three, and it's just... Three! (laughs) (laughs) About 20 yards off to the right, through the crisscrossing branches and leaves of the jungle, you see a bush. A big bush of vines. With feet! That's right. Two clawed feet carved in stone are sticking out from under the clinging vines. Some people would like that more than normal. Right? No hate. No hate! (laughs) You figure it could be one of those tribal ruins in the jungle you've read about. You heard there used to be some pretty dangerous tribes of headhunters in the area. You're dying to find out if they still exist. Headhunters shrink people's heads, and they make sacrifices to ancient statues carved in stone. At least that's what you've heard. Mrs. Weedle would have would have everyone thinking the most dangerous thing in the jungle was a bee. Or maybe an aphid. They eat endangered plants! Oh no. Zoe, you call up to her. Look over here. There's something weird about that bush. I wish we could go check it out. I've got an idea, said Zoe with a gleam in her eyes. You've been friends with Zoe for almost your entire life. And you know that when you see that gleam in her eye, it means you're about to get into trouble. Usually a fun kind of trouble, but always big trouble. Now page 64. Motherfuckers. (laughs) Oh, Mrs. Weedle, Zoe calls out. The group comes to a halt. What was the name of that extremely rare flower you were describing this morning? The one that all the famous scientists are searching for. Which one? You mean the Amaryllis Curatetolocus? Yep, that one. can't believe I said that first time. <laughs> that was awesome. Is that the one with the weird twisting orange petals and the blue stems? Zoe's asks in- innocently. Yes, indeed, Mrs. Weedle answers. She starts to wring her fingers excitedly. What about the Curatetolocus? I saw it, Zoe nearly shouts. I really did. Where? Where? Mrs. Weedle does a happy little jump. I think it was over there, Zoe says, pointing back down the path. Or maybe it was that way, she said, pointing to the left of the group. (laughs) We should split up and search for it. Come on, Scoob. (laughs) All the kids start talking at once. Now's your chance to sneak away. (laughs) Back to the 40s. Remember those days? (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) You and Zoe dash off the path into the jungle. You hear Mrs. Weedle yelling behind you, Quiet! You can picture her, red-faced and out of breath. All the noise settles down, and Mrs. Weedle starts talking again. You stay very still and listen from your hiding place behind a big tree. 
We've got two good hours of hiking left to get to our campground for tonight. That gives us until 3 o'clock to find that Karatota Locust. Now everyone follow- Oh, wait, no. Yeah, that was Ms. Weedle. It doesn't say Ms. Weedle anywhere. We've got two good hours! Fuck. Two good hours? Two good hours of hiking left to get to our campground for tonight. That gives us until 3 o'clock to find the Karatota Locust. The, the Cantalopus. <laughs> the Cantalope. <laughs> now everyone, follow me! What it about worked. What I'm imagining is that R.L. Stein was like reading a book about different flower types. He's like, this one's pretty. I'm going to put it in a book. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. They're looking for that flower. And as long as you hook back up with them again before three o'clock, they may never know you're gone. Zoe, did you really see the Karatolaka whatever? <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> no way, she says, grinning from ear to ear. But now we get to explore. You make your way through the dense leaves and vines towards the stone feet that caught your eye before. All about those feet. Here it is, Zoe, you shout. There must be a statue underneath these vines. You both get a good grip on the creeping vines and yank them back. Your blood runs cold at what you see. Now we just skip three pages to so, fucking 47. You're talking about the feet, and all I can think of is that uh, TikTok Sonic meme that's like, Sonic! Put those grippers away! Have you seen that one? No. No? I don't want it's to. It's fucking hilarious. The creeping vines fall to either side of the statue. A hideous gargoyle carved out of gleaming white stone grins out at you. It has crazy bulging eyes and long, sharp teeth. Mood. It looks like some kind of mutant cat creature. That's really creepy, Zoe says. It gives me the shivers just looking at it. Thanks, Zoe. <laughs> Good job. Then you hear something else. It sounds like a low, deep growl. Sounds like it's coming from the statue. You feel a hot blast of stale-smelling air on your face. That's when you notice the bits and pieces of plaster falling away from the statue. What's going on, you think? You shake your head and blink your eyes, but it doesn't help. The great stone beast lifts one of its claws, forepaws, and slices at some vines still clumped around it. They fall in pieces to the ground. Run! Zoe screams, grabbing at you. But which way? There are two paths leading away from where you are. Down the path on the left, you see a small pool of water and a waterfall. Maybe you could swim away from the beast. To the right, you see a clearing with heavy sticks and rocks. To fight mm -hmm. the beast with the sticks and stones, run to page 11. To try your luck with the water, rush to page 68. Okay, so what, gets, what grabs me for this one is like, um, it's basically either a run or fight type deal. Like, it's not like which terrain is better to run away from, it's run or fight. I've always been a pretty good swimmer, but... But sticks and stones may break the bones. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I've never been a good fighter. I'm going to take the swim. All right. We're rushing to page 68. Almost nice. Come on, Mew. You have summoned her. Did you hear her meow in real loud from the other room? Yeah. She's like, where are you guys? I know I was just in there, but <laughs> I thought you moved. You race towards the waterfall. Maybe you can lose the giant gargoyle that way. The stone beast chasing you kind of looks like a cat, you think. And cats hate water, right? <laughs> Down the path, a small pool of water surrounded by lush, tropical plants and flowers. From 50 feet above, a river cascades down into the pool, sending it up a thick mist. Jump into the water, Zoe shouts. She does a perfect cannonball from the mossy bank. You glance around. The stone beast appears on the path behind you. Its hideous jaws snap wildly at the air. Its thick stone leg muscles are bunched up, ready to pounce. Now we go to page 51. Man, this one just has us jumping all around, doesn't it? All right. Hello, Mew. You gonna help me read, sweetie? You stare into the crazy, bulging eyes of the stone creature. It looks a little like a Chinese parade dragon, you think. It's baring its teeth at you in a hideous grin. You've got to make your move. Since the beast is made of stone, it probably can't swim. There's only one catch. Neither can you. Desperately, I'm sorry? Yes the fuck I can. Desperately, you cast your eyes around. On the ground next to you, there's a big stick. You'll definitely need something if you're going to fight off that gargoyle. Then again, maybe the stick would help you float if you... Float? 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 Like a root beer. <laughs> if you jumped into the water, you pick it up. The gargoyle swishes its tail angrily and licks its chops with its huge, gravel-coated tongue. What's it going to be? Risk drowning or take your chances with the beast? Wait, we already have another choice? Yes. M better make your move before it pounces. To fight the stone beast with the stick, turn to page 112. To jump in the water with the stick, turn to page 78. This is basically the exact same, like, if or as the last one. Like, the same choices as the last one. Yes. 
Like, even to down to the fucking sticks. Like, yes. But I can fucking swim! How dare you tell me that I can't, R.L. Stein? That's the whole reason I picked this Here's way. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The kid mentioned having a pool at home. Yeah! You're gonna tell me that this kid, who has a pool, doesn't just know fucking how to swim? Like, I grew up with a pool, like, almost all the time. Like, when I lived in Indiana with mom, Rich we had, bastard. like... I'm sorry. <laughs> it was like a, um, it was like an above-ground pool, and that was fun. And then, when I... At my dad's, we had, like, an in-ground pool that had a diving board and shit. So, I've just always been able to swim. Uh, that, and also, like, back in Indiana, we had, like, the creek back down in the woods behind our house that we would go and, like, swim around in and shit. Um, but, yeah, so... I learned I, how to swim when I dropped in the river. What river? The Ohio River. How did you not get, like, radiation burn? The fuck says I didn't? There's <laughs> a reason I keep my shirt on. Oh, no. There's um, hmm. a reason my little brother was like six and a half feet tall by the time he was 12. Okay, so... <laughs> oh, did you notice I'm wearing the Dobby socks today? Yes. I love them. They're adorable. They're so good. Uh, to those who don't know, I bought these Harry Potter socks from uh, Half Price Books last week, and they're based off of, like, Dobby's socks that he gives to Harry in the books and so one is green with like golden snitches on it and one is red with broomsticks on it and so like they're my only mixed match fight or fall (sighs) fine Um, (laughs) Brennan tired of this what do you want you're stalling alright if he says we can't swim we can't swim let's fight but you have the stick sticks float well, no, I'm going to fight. We're going to fight. I don't trust that. Okay. We're turning to page 112. As soon as I find a good golly. Son of war! The pages feel really fucking thick. 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 <laughs> the stone creature opens its mouth to roar. You see rows and rows of white stone teeth like sharp rocks. You tighten your grip on the stick and prepare to fight. Don't be crazy! Zoe shouts from the pool. He's much too big for you! I've heard that before. (laughs) Too late for that now. The gargoyle pounces, flying through the air. It's cold. Stone claws tear through the material of your shirt as it pushes you down. The stone beast pins you to the ground by your shoulders. It sticks out its tongue and licks your face. Ah! You scream in pain as the rough surface of its tongue scrapes across your cheek over and over and over again. Looks like he's got you licked. The end. Wait, really? Already? Yes. Well, fuck. Um, Shit. I guess go back and we'll try to swim at that last one. There's one life down out of the three. We get three lives, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that. Okay. Go ahead and remove that bookmark. So, the other option for the last one was page 78. You jump. Just as the gargoyle pounces at you, you do a clumsy backward dive off the bank into the water. You plunge down into the deep pool, gripping the heavy stick with both hands. It seems as if you're underwater for too long, but then... Your face and arms break the surface, and you can breathe again. The stick floats! Thank goodness! You made it! Zoe cheers. Thank golly goodness. Yeah! You cry in triumph, gasping for air. The water is icy cold. It's like taking a bath in an ice cube tray. I'm picturing this stick as like a fucking twig, almost. Like, how is that floating me? You know what I mean? This do- that doesn't make well, sense. Well, it says you gripped it with both hands. So I'm assuming, like, you know, staff size, maybe? Okay. That still doesn't make sense. Or, like, an unhappy branch? An unhappy branch. I get. Yeah, you know what? I guess. Sure. That seems more feasible. Go ahead. Okay. Look, Zoe says breathlessly. She points to the shore. The stone beast is prowling back and forth on the bank. It looks angry. It won't come near the water. Zoe declares. Why is she British? I don't know. <laughs> I was like trying to go for a lightly British accent in the beginning. No, I. It. It seems like it started off not as that, but got more and more British. And yeah. It's like what? I'm not good with accents or continuity. I, I, I feel that. <laughs> I get it. You're good. It's hard to keep an accent up. Excellent. You say shivering. What do we do now? If we stay in here much longer, I think I'll freeze to death. I'm already starting to lose feeling in my toes. Zoe doesn't say anything. Her teeth are chattering too hard. 
You feel your feet beginning to grow numb from the freezing water. Are you destined to become two human ice cubes? Or you'd be torn apart by a big walking rock. Oof. Okay, you're in fucking South America, aren't you? Yeah, like, I get water can be cold no matter where you are. I get that. Like, you could be in the warmest place and the water, like the ocean especially, would be cold. But this isn't the ocean, is it? It's like a fucking... No, like, this is like a little shallow, not shallow, but, you know, in which, like, not yeah, too deep pool. And yeah. you're at the surface where the warm water would be. Yeah, like, in either way, yeah, I guess it could still be cold, but it just doesn't make sense to be that cold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dog paddle over to page six to find out if you have any hope. According to Queen Argana, there's always hope. The gargoyle growls at you from shore and slashes at one of its razor-sharp claws to the air. Meanwhile, you're starting to lose feeling above your knees now. You never knew water could be this cold. Things are looking grim. Let's be calm about this, you say. There must be something we can do. You're right, Zoe moans, rolling her eyes. Why don't we just swim right up the waterfall? Ha ha, very funny. Sometimes Zoe's sarcasm isn't so cool. If only we had the Zora armor. Yeah. <laughs> But you stare at the waterfall anyways. The water pounds down from the jagged cliffs above. Sunlight turns the falling streams of water many deep shades of blue and green. But that's not what you're looking at. There's something else. You think you can make out the outlines of something behind the falls. Something big. Something dark. Is it another stone beast? Hurry to page 31 and find out! Fucking hell, it's having me jump all over the place like I'm Carmen Sandiego. It really does. Like, every th- every page is, like, at least a ten-page fucking turn. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, if we get to one where it just makes us skip over the next page, I that'd quit. Be ir- that'd be I quit. S- that would be so irritating. No, it's not another stone beast you see behind the waterfall. It's the mouth of a cave? We might not be able to go, go up the waterfall, you say to Zoe, but maybe we can go through it. Come here and look. Clutching your floating stick, you paddle over toward the pounding falls in mist. Zoe follows you. Cool, Zoe shouts. There's a cave behind the falls. Maybe we can crawl through and find a way out of this mess. You take a deep breath and dive down, stick and all under the tremendous spray created by the waterfall. The water pushes you down. For a moment, your eyes and ears fill with the pounding foam. When you come up again, you're behind the sheet of water in the mouth of the cave. The sunlight shines through the mist, creating tiny rainbows in the air. It's pretty to look at the pool through the waterfall. The cave behind you isn't nearly so pretty. Dark, jagged rocks cut out from its black mouth. A warm, moist, warm, moist wind moist. Warm, blows moist against your wind. face. Blows against your face. Then you feel something slimy brush against your leg underwater. What was that, you think? But before you can think again, it grabs your foot and pulls you under. Quick, splash over to page 125. Splash, 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 splash. Splash, 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 splash. Splash, 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 splash. Splash, splash, splash. Okay. The icy splash fills splash, your eyes splash, and ears splash and mouth. Was that really say splash? I was going to say. The icy water fills your eyes, ears, and mouth. You gulp for air only to swallow water, cough, and sputter. You thrash your arms, but it feels as if you're still sinking. In your panic, you let go of your stick. Oh, no! Not my stick! Your lungs begin to ache. You oh, open no. your eyes and try and see what it's pulled you under. It's no good. All you can see is the blurry blue of the water. 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 Everywhere. With one last burst of strength, you shake off the thing that has you by the foot. Gasping for air, you reach the surface. You look back in terror and see... Zoe! She's red-faced and giggling. Zoe! You shout. You know I can't swim. Sorry! She laughs, treading the water. That's attempted murder. You look so scared, staring into the cave like that. I just couldn't resist giving you a little dunk. That's attempted. Your your friend can't swim. That's not a that's not a prank. That's n- also, bitch. You just saw a rock come to life and try to eat y'all. Maybe now's not the time. Like just a thought. I mean, I understand. You know, trying to keep you know lighthearted during horrible times is necessary for sanity. Yeah, but still. Time and place. Oh, definitely time and place. I'm not scared, you protest. I was just wondering if we'd be able to find a way out. It's so dark in there. What is with these kids and, like, pretending that they're not scared all the time? Like, it's okay. Like, you're in a fucking life or death situation. You can be scared. Right? Like, during Age of Ultron, I think even Hawkeye was scared. He's just like, he's like, there are robots, people with powers, and I have a bow and arrow. (laughs) None of this makes sense. None of it makes (laughs) sense. And he's right. (laughs) Just wondering, huh? Zoe teases. 
want me to go first? If you want Zoe to lead, follow to page 52. If you want to go first, proceed to page 83. I don't know. After that, I don't think I trust Zoe to lead anymore. I think I'm going to go first. All right, so page 83. Yeah, let's do it. That's 86, Michael. You'll get there eventually, don't worry. 83. I'm not afraid to go first, Zoe, you declare as you scramble up onto the slimy rocks. Oh, yeah, prove it. No, I don't have to. to. There's nothing in here that can scare me, you say bravely. You glance back as Zoe pulls herself out of the cold water. She takes off her windbreaker to wring it dry. She turns to you and flashes you a grin. You start to make your way deeper into the cave. The walls are wet and slimy. (laughs) You don't want to touch them, but you have to or you'll fall. The cave air feels hot and humid, and there's the strangest warm breeze. It's almost as if someone were breathing on you. Weird, you remark to Zoe. The cave floor is pink. She doesn't answer you. Uh Zoe, where are you? Again, there's no answer. You peer into the darkness behind you, but you're all alone. Or maybe you're not so all alone after all. Yeah, because Zoe's just fucking with you, guaranteed. You have a funny feeling something is watching you from inside the cave. Follow your hunch to page 23. Hmm, this hunch. Yes, this cave seems to be made of cave. This hunch is very hunchy. The kind of hunch that feels hunchy. Hunch chovies. <laughs> hunch chovies? <laughs> yeah, that's what that's from. And it's a smell. A smelly smell. The kind of smell that smells smelly. Oh, the ancho- smelly. anchovies, you're right. Anchovies. I forgot that was a Spongebob quote at first. <laughs> oh my god. Like, completely forgot. <laughs> There's this dude in, like, middle school that I like. Yeah. He had a shirt that, with Mr. Krabs going, it's a smelly smell. The kind of smell that smells smelly. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, whenever I remember him, I remember him wearing that shirt. Yeah? Yeah. Where did Zoe go anyways? Wasn't she right behind you? Or was she too chicken? You turn to scramble back to the mouth of the cave, but you stop to listen to where you, when you hear a voice. There's your supper, someone says. It's Zoe's voice. It's echoing through the cave. Now you'll let me go, right? I'm sorry? Supper? Let me go? Who's she talking to? I'm fucking sorry? What's going on? Sorry? What the fuck? That's when the sides of the cave turn smooth, and the floor starts to move like a long pink escalator. Like a long pink tongue. With a horrified gasp, you realize why the air in the cave feels so humid. You're not in a cave. You're in the mouth of a giant stone beast as big as a whole mountain. I'm sorry? How's that possible? How does Zoe know? And why would your best friend betray you? Those are good questions. But unfortunately, you don't have the time to worry about them. In fact, you only have about five seconds before you land in the beast's acid-filled stomach. Are you serious? Four, three, two, one. The end. Are you serious? God damn it. Wah, wah. I don't trust I don't trust you're going first, I say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um So I leave myself to death. Well I I, I wanna I wanna continue this path. I wanna see if there's any way out of this. So I wanna I wanna I know that Arl Stein does the back and forth thing on realities for these books, so let's have Zoe go first this time. And that'll be my last, like, you know, choice thing. So we can take all the bookmarks out. Let's see. So you want Zoe to lead? We go to page 52. Yeah. I don't know. What a 23. Cool. You go all Keanu on their ass. Uh, You know there's no going back. Not with that gargoyle creature outside. This cave is your only hope. But still, it's so dark and spooky in there. You go first, Zoe. You say as you pull yourself out of, onto the rocks. You gesture toward the creepy cave with one hand. If you're so brave, then you just go right ahead. Okay, scaredy cat, follow me. She says as she steps into the mouth of the cave. You stay right behind her. You're both dripping wet and shivering, but a warm breeze is blowing through the cave. It dries you as you go. Your eyes adjust to the darkness. Jagged rocks line the walls of the cave. You move slowly through the dark. Zoe tells you when there's a boulder or a ditch. You walk for what seems like an eternity. Then you see something totally unexpected. Light! Look! You shout to Zoe. That must be the way out. Now we go to 88. My birth year. Oh no. Why do you, why do you say it like that? I... I have no excuse. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I just said, oh no, because I'm just kind of like, I can't see a way that we get out of it from here. I don't know why. I just can't see it. No, 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 no. You found light. That's a good thing. You only said, oh no, when you heard my birth year. My brain's just slow, I promise. Uh-huh. Totally. All right. It is. Zoe speeds over the rocks towards the bright light. Zoe speeds over the rocks towards the bright light. You hurry to keep up. You can't wait to get out of this cave and meet up with your group. Even Mrs. Weedle is sounding pretty good to you right about now. But when you glance up, you see that you've stumbled into some sort of large underground chamber. The light you saw was not from the sun. It was torchlight. Isn't that a Doctor Who spinoff? Uh, Torchwood. Oh, Torchwood. Yeah. Cast by hundreds of blazing torches that decorate the room you now stand in. Cool, Zoe Memos. What is this place? The cavern is so tall you can't even see the ceiling, but the floor is covered in soft carpet. At the end of the room, a small pyramid rises. It looks just like the ones we studied in ancient history class, you whisper, pointing at the pyramid. Yeah, but this isn't history. This is now. Check shut, out that throne. Shut the fuck up, Zoe. Zoe says in amazement. At the top of the pyramid is a golden throne draped with what appears to be tiger skins. Zoe walks over to it, gaping at the splendid throne. But you're starting to feel nervous. Somebody lit all these torches, and you're not sure you want to be around when they get back. Too late. Uh-oh, Zoe whispers. Somebody's coming. I... Page 63. <laughs> Who is it? Clue on page 63. I started reading the next page again. Oh, really? It was like, uh-oh. Somebody's coming. The ants are frantically trying to get back in. <laughs> the ants are frantically trying. God damn it. Page 63. Fuck, I had it. Then I went one too far. There we go. From every corner of the room, from each crevice, dark forms step out of the shadows. They move in, circling around you. Some of them are shorter than you, some taller. As they step into the torchlight, you realize with a chill that pierces you to the bone. There's something very unhuman about them. The first thing you notice is their bizarre heads. They look like hideous puffballs. <laughs> They're perfectly round and covered in a slimy white fuzz like moss. Their eyes are big, gelatinous blobs, glossy and white. You're almost too grossed out by their heads to notice. Their bodies are covered with heavy gray rock-like scales instead of skin. As if someone dipped them in glue and rolled them in a gravel pit. What are they? Some forgotten race of cave people? With big, blobby eyes to help them see in the dark? Maybe that's what happens when you spend too much time underground, you think. Maybe. They're moving in on you and Zoe. Your knees are starting to feel shaky as they draw nearer. Are they friends or enemies? Rush to page 91. Okay. I need a small drink. Small drink? Yeah. Yes. My apologies, dear listeners. No, you're absolutely fine. Um... Okay, so uh, we got some fucking fish people. Bulbasize. And what was that? Puffy heads? Like puffy furry heads? I don't like I don't like that descriptor. <laughs> puffy and furry. I don't like that. Uh, what do these bizarre cave people want from you? You wonder as they come closer and closer. Look up there! Zoe yells. She points to the pyramid. All the creatures fall to their knees suddenly. A huge figure appears on the throne at the top of the pyramid. He must be ten feet tall. His face is covered with strange slimy moss like the others. But it's gold-colored, not white, and huge horns stick out from each side of his big, spongy head. He wears a robe of animal skins. Ooh, Ooh. spongy. Greetings, he booms. He speaks English! No shit. No shit, yeah. And the cave creatures draw toward you. Maybe they just want to say hello like their king. Then, again, why are they surrounding you if they are friendly? In True. a flash, you scan the cavern for an escape route. They are all around you. But off to your left, there seems to be a gap. If you make a break for it now, you might just get away from them. How'd they get that store down there? God damn it. <laughs> it, was, it was a baby gap. A baby gap? Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah a, it was a... small enough to get in. All right, fair enough. Or you could stay here and... Here and or you can stay and hear what the big king has to say. Who knows? He could be nice, possibly. It's your choice. To make a run for it, race to page one thirty one. To hear the king out, turn to page one oh seven. I feel like if I hear the king out, I'm gonna it's gonna be like greetings, you're about to be sacrificed, blah 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 blah. 
I'm gonna let's go for the gap. Fuck it. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Why? I don't know why. I just figured, like, you know, maybe he'd be like, Greetings, we need your help. We have been turned into fish people. <sighs> Fuck, you're right. God damn it. Um, make a run for it, page 131. Yeah, let's make a run for it. Quick, Zoe, follow me! You shout. You spin around and duck to the left, speeding past the cave people. No way are you going to stick around and to introduce yourself to a gang of underground mutants. Rude. Yeah, a little bit. You hear them grunt in surprise as you run by them. Zoe's right behind you. You see a small tunnel off to the side in the great chamber. The tunnel's brightly lit. A good sign. You barrel through the tunnel. Run! Zoe yells, panting. They're right behind us! It's true, you can hear them grunting to each other as they chase you. Ahead of you, the tunnel grows brighter and brighter. Mm. It's almost as bright as daylight. Maybe the tunnel leads to the outside. Mm. Zoe shouts, A door! And points off to the right. A small blue door is cut right into the side of the tunnel. Maybe the door leads outside. You can try the door, or you can just go straight. Either way, you'd better move fast. The cave creatures are gaining on you. Mm -hmm. Do you stick to the tunnel? Mm. Keep going to page 134. Or do you try the blue door? Flip back to page 40. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go with the door. The door? I'm going with the blue door. The spooky door. Hey, we don't need the bookmarks anymore, remember? Oh, uh, yeah. My last last life anyway. Yeah. Can't go back. That's page forty six. Let's try the door, you shout to Zoe. You grab the handle to the blue door and twist it with all your strength. It pops open, you and Zoe slip inside. You slam the door behind you. Bang! The creatures strike at the door in anger. Bang! You're in a very dark room. It's not very big either. You can see dimly by the torchlight flooding under the door. Where are we? You ask Zoe. I don't know, but at least we're away from those sponge-headed freaks. Rude. Rude, yeah. Bang! The creatures pound at the door. They want in. <laughs> I can't believe we got away from them, you add. I thought for sure we were history. Don't worry. We may still be history, Zoe remarks. Ha ha, very funny, you answer. How could you be sarcastic at a time like this? Bang! Bang! The cave creatures slam on the door. This place gives me the creeps, Zoe declares. Me too, you say. You feel chilled to the bone. You turn your head and see a flash of movement. Who's there? You ask nervously. A good question. Your answer lies on page 92. You strain to see what is in the room with you. Slowly, your eyes adjust to the dimness. Bang! The cave creatures are still trying to get in. You see a face ahead of you. It's Zoe. Or at least Zoe's reflection. And it's broken up into a thousand little pieces. Like you're gazing into one of those mirrored balls. Bang! Crack! The creatures are breaking down the door. You see your own reflection, too. A thousand times over. Weird, you think. What is it? Do you freak out as you realize what, is your, what it is you're staring at? The eye of a spider. I'm sorry? The giant burrowing tarantula, to be exact. No, thank you. The door bursts open. Incorrect. The creatures rush in. Incorrect. Look out, they cry. Be careful! You turn back to the giant spider. It's covered with thick brown hairs. It's spincers. Spencer's snapping open closed. The spider looks hungry. You take three steps towards the door, but it's too late. With one sweep of its long, hairy forearms, the spider gathers you and Zoe up. It wraps you in thick strands of silk. We tried to warn you, the cave creatures say sadly. You want to say thanks anyway, but you're kind of busy. In fact, you're really tied up, because this is the better end. Motherfucker. Well... Those are my lives. Wow, I really did not fare at all for my first time be being the fucking chooser. <laughs> um, I, damn it, I really should have just heard them out. But then again, I feel like I I hope I'm wrong or I hope I'm right. But it felt like this storyline would have gone bad no matter what I did. But uh, yeah, let's go. Let's. I'm gonna read the list of endings. So let's see what the fuck I could have done. Uh, bad endings. You and Ben are captured by uh, the Muglani, who plan to decapitate both of you and add your heads to their shrunken head collection. You and Ben try to... Who the fuck is Ben? I don't know. I'm on the right book, right? Yeah, I'm on the right book. Yeah, who the fuck is Ben? You and Ben try to jump over a tar pit but fall in and sink under the tar. A dragon slurps up some lava and spews it all over you. You are burned to death. What the f A, a dragon?! Uh, you have fallen 
into a pit with two living tiger skeletons. You defeat the skeletons, but you end up getting injured in the process. You are too badly hurt to move and can't get out of the pit. You're told that you will be a skeleton by the time anyone finds you. Alternatively, you discover that singing to the skeletons make them freeze, but they come back to life if you stop singing. You're forced to sing to them forever in order to keep them from attacking you. Uh, the Moglani turn you and Ben, again, who the fuck is Ben, into monkeys when you refuse to join their tribe. Uh, when swinging on vines to escape the Moglani, you grab the tail of a boa constrictor by mistake. The boa then proceeds to wrap itself around you. Whoever the fuck Ben is tries to get you out of an anthill. I think it's supposed to be Zoe and somebody just put Ben for some reason. That makes no sense. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, no. Zoe is in some of these, so I guess I'll just keep reading it. Maybe we run into a Ben in somewhere else. You know what I mean? Fuck. Uh, singing skeletons. Join their tribe. Bow constrictor. Okay, Ben tries to get you out, out of an anthill by drowning the red ants, but trying to drown them only makes them angry and turns the anthill into the mud. Uh, so you sink in deeper. Ben runs off to get help, but you're told that the ants will have eaten you by then. Uh, you dive into a giant pink and white flower to escape the hunters who pass by you. You go to get out, but the petals are closed and won't move. Then the flower begins to chew on you. Ooh, eaten by a flower. Don't like that. Uh, you turn into a fish monster and reach a point where you can only breathe by being in water. You end up living as a fish monster forever in the Amazon. See, this doesn't sound too bad. Um, while shaking hands with Cronby the Troll, he hypnotizes you, making you his slave for the rest of your life. Oof. Don't like that. Uh, the stone cave creatures rejoice that you didn't go in the king's jewel cave and carry you and Zoe over to a feast. During the feast, you start to feel comfortable with them because of the magic enslavement powder they put in you and Zoe's food. The two... Uh, you two stay with them so long that you have the same ugly features as they do. Okay, so yeah, I feel like that was the other option almost. Mm. Or at least or is one of those. Uh, taking the left path, you end up tripping on your shoelace and fall on the ground. The giant leaf cutter ant you were running from drops the boulder and then squishes you to death. So I guess we have giant ants. Uh, waiting to see if the walls of the jewel cave reopen. You soon find out they never do. You're trapped in the jewel cave forever. Uh, Zoe and you are eaten by Cronby after answering a Goosebumps question incorrectly. I wonder what the question was. I do, too. Um, look at page 114. That should be where it is. 114? Yeah, that should be where the question is. A giant bat mishears you and Cronby and gets offended. You try to plead your case, but the bat eats you and Cronby anyway. Find it. Yes. What's the question? Uh, in your head, you're trying to remember every Goosebumps book you've ever... Hmm. In a book called The Cuckoo Clock of Doom, there's a boy who has a little sister who's a real pain. Is her name Terra the Terrible or Tanya the Terror? Terra the Terrible. We know that because of our fucking hatred of... Her. She was a villain in season, in season one of this podcast. I used very strong language to describe her character. Yes. All right. No, we would have been fine with that like, then. No, 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 to clarify, not the actress. No, the actress is fine. But my God, I hated that character. Um, you and Zoe make it back to your group later that night. The king finds you in your camp and turns you into stone for taking his timepiece. Uh, while hiding out from the cave creatures, you see what is what you think is a large mirror ball, but realize too late that it's the eye of a giant spider. The cave creatures break in and shout a warning to you, but it's too late. Spider wraps you in its silk and probably eats you and Zoe. So that's the one we got, or I got. You crawl into a tunnel and bump into something. It turns out that the tunnel was made by a giant carnivorous earthworm, which promptly eats you. Okay. Zoe sends you inside a cavern, but it turns out that the cavern is the mouth of a giant stone beast. Uh, Zoe cuts a deal with the beast to eat you instead of her, which it does. We got that one, too. Bitch. The giant stone gargoyle has you pinned to the ground and licks your face with its stone tongue. Uh, you scream in pain, and the stone creature will not stop. And we got that one as well. Mm -hmm. Good endings. So here are the uh, four, four good endings we could have gotten. First one, you eat the whole fire heart fruit, and you find that when you belch, you can create fire. Hmm. Cool. After you eat a fireheart fruit, so, oh my god, after you eat a fireheart fruit, your human form is restored so quickly you don't bother to finish it. When you tell your parents about your adventure, they don't believe you. When your tongue suddenly zaps up a fly, you've realized that you should have eaten the whole fruit. 
You and your uh, you and your friends discover your pockets are filled with gemstone fragments. It's implied you become wealthy afterwards. You must wear a blue shirt to get this ending. What the fuck? I have I have a green shirt on, so we would both be fucked. And finally, deciding but you're also wearing a blue robe. I guess you're right, but it said shirt, not robe. Eh. Okay, deciding to bet for the third piece of gold, Crombie asks you one more Goosebumps question. After answering correctly, Crombie hands you the three gold nuggets. You give them to the Stone King, and he rewards you and Zoe handsomely. Yes, so there was not a single one that, that sounded like it matched the path we went on. So, I you hate... Know it does. Which one? Uh, if you'd stayed and listened to the uh, King dude, he'd probably be like, Hey, you need to go get this shit from the Crombie dude. Uh, I don't know about that. Actually, hold on, I could probably find out. Um, giant stone gargoyle. Crawl into a tunnel and bump into something. Uh, okay, so the last, so 131. Looks like. I'm trying to see, because it looks like. I'm not seeing 131. Actually, let me just see in the good endings. I'm not. I'm not seeing page 131. Oh, wait, no, it wouldn't be 131. That'd be the second to the last. It'd be um, 52, because that's when we make the thing. Yeah, we went to 52. We did, yes. Okay, so yes, it looks like 52. Is there a choice to go to 107? No, it takes us to page 88. 52 takes us to 88. Takes us to 63. Maybe this is wrong, then. Oh, no, 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 no. Are they friends or enemies? Rush to page 91. Okay, and this 91 is where we make the choice to either run or hear the king out. Page so, 107, hear the king out. Yeah, that... Uh, so, 107 would be the next choice. Uh, show us way out to the rock people grab you. Let's go. Yes, that would have... 107 could have led to uh, the gemstone one. But we... We still would have lost because we don't have a blue shirt. Michael. Mm, yes. Oh, it all... Uh, 107 also could have led us to Cronby. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. We could have gotten to two of the good endings by that one. Never mind. <sighs> well, Damn. Yeah, you you should have stopped and listened to him. I try to metagame this shit, and I just can't get it anytime. time. <laughs> goes back to page three. Page 58 to start the quest. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going through it all? Why for art thou? Does mother know thou wearest her drapes? <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> What's that from? from? The first Avengers movie. Oh. When uh, Iron Man meets Thor. He's like, all right, Playhouse in the Park. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the original Avengers movie in fucking years. Right. Okay. Uh, no, maybe I have because, yeah, I had to rewatch it with my ex. Okay, trivia for this this one. Yay! The creature on the front of the book is supposed to, be, to represent the reader in the story at certain points. However, in this book, the reader is describing as, is described as being a gray creature on the cover of the colors are pink and purple. On page, How dare they lie to us? On page 14, Zoe is called Liz, which ends up being the name of one of the reader's friends in the next book, Welcome to the Wicked Wax Museum. Huh. So, so they fucked up a bit. I, I have no comment. The protagonist... I expected better. Huh? I expected better. <laughs> what this tells me is, like, they were... Like, it must have been... Like, two at the same time, almost? Yeah. Shit. On page 14... Oh, wait, I read that. The protagonist encounters wildcat skeletons. They are described as tiger skeletons, but tigers are not native to South Africa, or I mean South America, which is where both storylines in the book are set. The book takes care not to say whether you It'd are... It'd be jaguars. Huh? It'd be jaguars. You think? Wild... It's just wildcats is what they said, but yeah, I guess... The book takes care not to say whether you are a human or a fish monster during this segment due to it being present in both storylines. Crombie the Troll asks the readers questions about Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes and the Cuckoo Clock of Doom. Mm. Five of the endings involve you being eaten. So, if you like Vor, this is a story for you. 
Early advertisements listed this book simply as Deep in the Jungle. Uh, but you had to had you had to add of doom or else how would they know it's scary? Right. There are two ways to reach page eighty and one hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the not and but the original book advertisement mentions a path in which you eat a purple fruit that turns you into a tree. This does not happen in the book. Instead, you eat a green pear that turns you into a fish monster. Um, and finally, the advertisement also mentions an army of sea creatures that turns you into monsters. This also does not happen in the book as the monsters are stone creatures. Huh. And then we have a segment that's references in other Goosebump media. There's false advertising everywhere, though. Apparently, yeah. Crombie the Troll and uh, the Moglani appear as background monsters in the Goosebumps film. So, huh. Hmm. Nice. Cool. Happy for them. Let's see. Crombie appears in the Goosebumps of the game as a leprechaun that gives the player a riddle. If the player solves the riddle, Crombie lets them pass. If they can't solve it, Crombie eats them. The player can also get the achievement deep in the jungle of retail once they defeat Crombie. Deep in the jungle of retail. There's the trophy for it. Oh my god, he's hideous. And if it's uh if it's uh the Goosebumps of the game, I've literally gotten every trophy except for the one except for well, two. Because I need one to get the last one. The last one is like, you know, get all the trophies. Mm-hmm. And the other one I haven't got, the only one I haven't gotten is like, finish the game in so many moves. But, so I must have gotten this one at some point. Uh, the Maglani, Crombie, and the Fish Monster appear in Goosebumps Horror Town. Which is, I believe, a mobile app game. Hmm. Well, um, I feel like the, I don't know, um... Every once in a while, I do get annoyed with the fact that we always seem to have a friend who's, like, a huge fucking ass to us in Troublemaker. It's like, why the fuck is this a thing? Like, I get you need your random jump scares, but you can do that with other things other than our friends going, woo, randomly. You know what I mean? Thank you, Hank Hill. I'm about to go down Taco Bell and get me a blast. Hey, how you doing? I'm Hank Hill. A very cadaver. A very cadaver. A propane. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, pfft, nope, that's that's all I got. I didn't mind this one. I didn't... It wasn't my favorite, definitely. No. But then again, I didn't get very far in it, did I? No. No. You're giving me that look like harder than it looks, isn't it, bitch? <laughs> yes, I suppose it is. You're right. Well, you can have a small victory in knowing that you probably gave the stone beast indigestion. And the spider. Was that master reflex. What's that supposed to mean, Michael? Like what do you what are you saying about me? Like why would I specifically give the master reflex? Am I am I spicy? Do you want a fucking victory or not? Uh I don't count that as a victory. I count that as you being mean to me. But anyway. Fine then. That's all we're that's all the time we're gonna have time Bitch. for today. Oh, okay. Uh, the next episode. Oh, right, thank you. Um, the Little next pee pee poo poo boy. Oh boy. Um, the next uh, regular podcast episode should come out tomorrow. And um, huh? Mm-hmm. I believe that is the episode where we are talking about condoms. Maybe or may not. I don't know. Depends on how Jordan's feeling. I guess. Wait, hold on. Isn't the episode where Jordan's talking about the stink bug? No, that one's the one that, like, when this comes out, that came out two weeks ago. <laughs> Actually, I need to advertise, like, today's episode. <laughs> the stink bug? <laughs> that was last week, Michael. I know, Tara, it's so funny. It's already been out for three weeks now. Two weeks now. Shush. Uh, I don't pay attention to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. I live it. I don't need to listen to it. Jordan listens to it. Yeah, well, she doesn't hate the sound of her own voice. I think she just likes the sound of our voices more. Which, like, she'd get more of if she just if she hang, hung around with us more. Yeah. But she lives so far away and has no Wi-Fi, so we barely get to talk to her and shit. And she has a boyfriend. That true. That's true, but, like, you know... I, like, I was, uh, I was engaged and stuff for, like, six years, and I still made time for friends and shit. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. So, no hate to Jordan. You hear that, Jordan? <laughs> He's talking shit about you. Oh, that's right. Jordan listens to this shit. (laughs) 
I do love you, Jordan. I, I, I legitimately do. And I love you, gentle listeners. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoyed today's like little like backwards episode of me giving the answers this time. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye bye. Wait wait. You can check out the sh- our links down below and shit. Okay bye. Stay oh wait, boo bye. Stay creepy and boo bye. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, My God. I fucked it up. Have another strong. A little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs>